You're listening to Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. This is episode number 30, Where is My Mind? How to look at your brain and question your thoughts. Let's go. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 30. I've titled it, Where is My Mind? This week has been bananas. I keep thinking of that scene from The Office when Kelly Kapoor is like, this week is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And that's just what keeps going through my head. And it's not a bad bananas. There's been ups and downs, but I would say overall, it's been very positive. It's just one of those weeks. It started with a photo shoot in Great Falls, which is about three hours from where I live. And then just really pushing to complete my life coach school certification, which I may not have mentioned that I'm doing that, but I'm doing that. So hopefully very soon, I will be able to say in my introduction that I am a certified life coach with the life coach school. I signed up to go to the life coach school to do the life coach school as part of what I feel is my calling to help people with mental health and to help myself really process my thoughts and my feelings. And I have just found that coaching is so beneficial. I have been very open about therapy and how I love therapy and how therapy is very helpful. I've just also found that adding, I'd like to say maybe even like supplementing or subsidizing therapy with some coaching is really helpful. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. In these last few days in my sprint to the finish of coaching, I've been coaching a lot of people and I, I've had the most lovely experience. I've met the most incredible people. I felt very stuck and lost and didn't know how to find people to coach. And then I felt like I should post in this Facebook group that I was a part of. And people just showed up for me. They were so amazing. And then they guided me to another Facebook group where people who are going through the same process I am can connect with each other and connect and coach each other. And I've coached people from really all over the world and definitely all over the nation. And it's just, it's been so awesome. But one of the things that I noticed that has come up in my coaching is when I'm coaching people that don't know what I'm doing as a coach, I was finding myself kind of stuck on explaining what I'm trying to do. And over this last week, I had this like clarity and epiphany on how to answer that. I found that the answer to the question is really freeing and liberating and is information that I believe everyone should have, whether you want to do coaching or participate in coaching at all. So 
here it is. Our human brains have somewhere around 6,000 thoughts a day. Our brain's just thinking. It's always working and thinking. And some of those thoughts we are very conscious of and we think about them and we notice them. And a lot of our thoughts are very unconscious. But no matter what, our thoughts are creating our feelings. That's the lesson. There it is. If that's all you get from this podcast is that your thoughts are what are creating your feelings, then you can say that you learned something today. But I'm going to recommend that you listen to the rest of the episode because I'm going to explain a little bit more and give you a little bit more detail. So I've talked about this before, and it's worth mentioning again. There are things in our lives, situations that just are. They are neutral. They do not in and of themselves have an emotion tied to it. And this might be something that makes you go, I don't think so. That's not true. Chocolate obviously makes you happy. But I can tell you that's not true from experience because I have a niece who hates chocolate. She doesn't like chocolate at all. So yeah, or, or here we go. I think it's a universal fact that The Office is a fantastic show and hilarious. And I have met people that don't like it. I, I mean, so, so there you go. Then there are things like the weather. It's raining outside. Or traffic. You're stuck in traffic. You have to do chores. But those things in and of themselves do not create an emotion. It's your thoughts about them that create the emotion. We tend to think the fact that there are chores that we have to do around the house creates anger or the fact that it's raining outside creates sadness. But in the fact of my 11-year-old daughter, she loves the rain. She thinks it's fantastic. So that's the point. These things in our lives that are definitely just neutral. The way that we explain how facty these things are is we say it's something that can be proven in a court of law. You can say that the temperature outside is 73 degrees and there's no arguing about that. So it's your thoughts about these circumstances, these situations that are creating the emotions The reason why it's important to make this distinction is by understanding that it's your thoughts that are creating your feelings, you get to take back the power. Or to put it another way, you are in control of how you feel about something. For the purposes of this episode, I'm going to pick an example that I feel is not quite so emotionally charged. Again, it's my thought about that that's creating this, and that's because I am really lucky that this is not a problem in my house, which is why I picked this one. I'm going to use the example of garbage night. For us, garbage night is on Sunday. The garbage man comes and picks up our big giant can early, early Monday mornings. So the garbage needs to go out Sunday night. That's the only fact I'm really going to stick to that applies to me. Everything else is just going to be a purely hypothetical situation. And by the way, there's been a few times on this podcast where I've said hypothetically, and it's not hypothetical, it's real. 
This one really is hypothetical. I guess unless maybe you ask my husband, maybe he's got different thoughts and feelings about this one. So here we go. Fact. Garbage night is Sunday night. Fact two. The garbage is full on Sunday night. Fact number three. If the garbage doesn't get taken to the corner, the garbage will not get picked up and you will be left with a full can of garbage. Those are pretty much the facts of the situation. Then you go to your partner and say, the garbage needs to be taken out. And then your partner does not take out the garbage. Those are two more facts. You have asked for something and they have not done it. Those are some more facts, but I want you to take a moment and just think about that situation. If you've had something like that in your life, you ask for something that needs to be done. It does not get done. What are your thoughts about that? What feeling is that creating in your body? How does that feel? That's what I want you to notice. And that is what I want to talk about. The first thing And the thing that we can do to start to take our power back is to notice our thoughts. A lot of times when someone is feeling a negative emotion and then I'm coaching them and explain to them that their thoughts are creating the feeling, the first thing that they want to do is change the thought. Let's just change the thought. But here's the thing. That thought's been living in your brain. It's been there for a while in many cases. With some people, when it's a thought that's been there for a really long time, I'm like, you know, this thing has moved in. It's there. It's, you know, put down some roots. You can't just replace it immediately. There's going to be an eviction process. So the first step to this eviction process is to notice the thoughts that are coming up. Continuing with this garbage example, you ask your partner to take the garbage to the curb your partner doesn't do it. Your feeling that comes up is resentment. Take a moment, notice that you're feeling resentment. And then what is the thought that is creating that feeling of resentment? It's, there's a few different ways to approach this, especially when this work is very new to you. You can think he didn't take the garbage out. Notice that you're feeling resentment and then just take some time to dig a little deep and find out what thought is creating that. And it can be anything for you. It's not the same for everyone. I'm going to pick a thought that would create resentment for me. That thought would be, he never does anything I ask him to do. So notice that that is the thought that's coming up. Garbage didn't get taken out. You feel resentment. The thought creating that is, He doesn't do anything I ask him to do. Or he doesn't do things when I want him to do it. I don't know. He didn't do it. I needed it done. What thought is coming up for you that's creating that? Just start by noticing the thoughts. So if you're feeling sad about something, take a moment and notice the thought that's creating sadness. Maybe you had a really rough day at school and the thought that comes up for you is school was really hard today. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to pass my class. 
and notice that that thought is bringing up sadness. The first step, again, is to notice the thought. That is really one of the most important things because, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, so many of our thoughts are unconscious. We are not aware of them. They're just happening and then we're just feeling things and we don't recognize that these thoughts are creating these feelings. We think we're just we think we're just powerless to our feelings, but we're not. We do have control. We do have power. And I'm also not telling you that you need to replace all of these thoughts and immediately change all these feelings. One of the things that I think is really important is that we don't always lean towards toxic positivity. There's a time and a place for anger, sadness, resentment. There's a reason for it. In my episode about negative emotion, I talk about how these negative emotions exist for a reason and they're telling you something. And sometimes what they're telling you is that you do need to notice your thoughts and maybe you do need to ask some questions. So going back to the garbage, you have asked them to take the garbage to the curb. They have not done it. Your thought is, he never does anything I ask him to do. Your feeling is resentment. But what if they didn't take the garbage to the curb because they were busy doing something else and it didn't even, they didn't even hear you? Really, I could spend all, you know, I don't really know exactly why somebody wouldn't take the garbage to the curb when you ask them to. Maybe in their mind, they think it's your turn. And they're thinking, how come they always think that this is my job and they're feeling resentment towards you? There's just so many unknowns in this situation. So you get to take a look at your thoughts and notice your thoughts. The thing I want you to start with is noticing your thoughts. That's step one. And if you stay in step one for a while, you are on your way to taking your power back and empowering yourself and how you want to feel. You get to choose. That's step number one. Moving forward, you can choose to question those thoughts. If you're having a thought and you're okay with it, you can choose to keep it. But if you're recognizing that that thought is creating pain and anger or some form of, you know, a negative emotion that you don't want to keep anymore, start to question that thought. Is it actually true? What else is true? in this situation? How do I want to feel in this situation? What would I do if I felt different? How, I, how would I react if I felt different in this situation? Or even just straight up question the thought, does my partner really never do anything I ask? And maybe look for evidence that that thought isn't actually accurate. Or Maybe you find evidence that it is, and that's a whole other podcast that I won't even get into, but questioning the thought is going to help you loosen up your grip on this thought. It's going to start the eviction process. It's like serving this thought that may have lived in your brain for a really long time without you ever really even noticing. It's going to like 
serve at the eviction notice. Like, you know what? You might not get to stay here for very long. And loosen it up and start to just, and find other ways to think about the situation. After questioning the thought and starting to loosen it up and serving this thought and eviction notice, then you can start to move into finding another thought. This is not a sudden process. And what is also interesting is in some ways it is. After noticing the thought and after questioning the thought and examining it and poking some holes in it, sometimes you just wake up one day and you're not thinking it anymore. It's just gone. And other times you need to be thinking, what else do I want to think in this situation? So the thought, my partner never does anything I ask, will pop into your brain like it has every Sunday (laughs) that garbage need to be taken out. And you can go, huh, what else do I want to think in this situation? I wonder why they don't take the garbage out when I ask them to. Or, you know, the last time that I asked them to do the dishes, they did. So you can just start to put another thought in that place. Once you recognize that your thoughts are what are creating your feelings and start to notice those thoughts, you are on a road to a lot of freedom and a lot of empowerment. You are no longer a slave to these feelings that you think are just coming unbidden. They are coming as the result of a thought. Again, we are not robots. (laughs) You can't just push buttons and change this. You are not a robot. This is not a do these things, find this solution type of a cure for sure. I can tell you for myself after studying this work and doing this work for so long that today anxiety just lived in my body. It was just there. And while I could have sat there and found all of the thoughts that were creating this anxiety, the main thing that I noticed was here's anxiety. Yep. Today's kind of a crazy day. This week is bananas. Here it is. We are in anxiety. After noticing the feeling, I didn't really bother to notice the hundreds of thoughts that were going through my head to create it. I knew they were there. And that in itself gave me some power over the feeling of anxiety. And you know what else I knew? All the thought work and positive and whatever that I tried to do wasn't going to get rid of the anxiety. So in that situation, all I could really do and what I know needed to be done was to just allow it, let it be there, feel it in my body, call it what it is, and just notice my feelings, be aware that they're there, and know that this feeling is created by sentences in my brain. If you have any questions about coaching and this type of thought work, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at child songbird, or you can shoot me an email. That's wendy at messagesfromthemiddle.com. I would be happy to message you about this and talk about it a little bit more because I know it might be a little bit abstract and out there for you. And since you've got my contact information, I want to put in a plug one more time that I would really love to hear your story. 
I know everybody is in the middle of something and I know everybody has a story. So if you have a story that you would like to share, I'd love to have you on the podcast. So feel free to reach out to me. I want you to know that you are loved and that you matter no matter who you are or where you are in your story. Thank you so much for listening today and don't forget to get the garbage to the curb. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time. When I'm walking-